Hello and welcome to Hyperlink. Because of recent events and the quarantine, we are recording this episode remotely. So if this uh, episode sounds a little different than our other episodes, that's why. But stay safe and uh, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Hyperlink. I'm your host, Dominic Heary, and with us today are our special guests, Gerald and James Kirshner. What's up? What's up? Hello. Hello. Um, Hello. And you guys are experts on pinball and pinball machines, right? Uh, experts is uh, being Very generous. generous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, we, we, we do have some expertise. Before this, we recorded a video episode on the history of pinball and pinball tournaments with James. That's on 22S Media on the show Hyperlink. And so this is a companion podcast to go with that, going a little bit more in depth and stuff. So you have a more history on pinballs, correct, James? And yes, Joe? we have we have a uh, we have a story that I didn't get to tell in the episode. Ooh, do tell. All right. So uh, in the in the 40s, pinball had uh, flippers, but um, because Humpty Dumpty came out in what, 40, 40, like early 40s, like 41, 42. They were mostly judged as gambling machines. Could uh, you win money straight from the machine? Yeah. So, well, could you? Some, some games you could actually win games. Uh, some games were you winning another game. Uh, that's where the invention of the add a ball came in. So instead of winning a game, you'd win an extra ball. And they added a ball to your game. So then, yeah, there was games that actually paid out. Most gambling and pinball games were done in bars where guys hung out. So you'd be sitting at the bar, you'd be drinking your sarsaparilla, and you'd play what they called pinball, which is literally pins uh, nailed into a board. And a, a ball would be shot into the, um, into the play field area. And if it landed in certain holes, you could win money or you could win drinks or whatever. Um, so as as it got more and more complicated or sophisticated, yeah. uh, people would you know learn how to cheat the system, and so that's where the invention of the glass came in, where they put the glass on top of the machine. Before there was no glass, so when the bartender uh, would turn away, you could put the ball where you wanted to, and then um, tilt um, became a thing where uh, the balls were then now, there was an extra set of balls that would be set uh, next to the table or you know, on the table somewhere, where when you move the table around, if the balls fell off, then that would be considered tilt, which means you would lose everything. So that's where that term, it was literally tilting the machine, you would you'd move it. So as progression went along, um, games would pay out, and then uh, along comes... Guardia in New York, and he hates gambling. Yeah. So there's hates... a general stigma against gambling at the time, but especially about like the World War going on and stuff like that. They didn't like gambling machines and pinball machines because it was a waste of materials. Well, time. it was there was a stigma. I mean, gambling is considered seedy. So yeah. yeah so LaGuardia, who was like, I don't know, he was very conservative and said, "No more gambling." And then the war was his excuse to say mm-hmm. to all the pinball manufacturers, no more making pinball. You have to make um, Tanks, metal bullets. or, you know, bomb casings for the yeah. war. 
uh, or planes or whatever. Because a lot of, you remember, um, you know, most pinball machines were built in the United States and a lot of manufacturing was done in the, in the United States back in that time. And, um, and so uh, you had a lot of skilled labor. Yep. So the war effort comes. Mm-hmm. He has an excuse to then now shut down pinball and basically any kind of gambling devices, mm-hmm. uh, was, machines and stuff like that. Sure. Was this after they after pinball had like leaped away from gambling, or was this still? No, this is like a, the mints of it be, being gambling and mm-hmm. uh, very much. Uh, so then the manufacturers were like, "Oh shoot, what can we do to make it not gambling?" And so that's mm-hmm. where the idea of the Atta Ball came in, and um, uh, for entertainment purposes only. There, there's a mm-hmm. like if you yeah. read pinball machines, they say for entertainment purposes only. Now on machines, that's where that came from, is because they wanted to uh, let everybody know, or you know, the gaming commission, this is not for gambling. This is for fun. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they continue to make pinball machines. So if you notice, like. Um, you know, there's machines like from the 70s, like the early 70s, early 70s. Um, or even 60s. Uh, there's lots of pinball machines. I mean, there's machines like like you said, Humpty Dumpty, uh, that ad flippers, and and, and uh, between that and let's say 74, which would be like Spanish eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's games. You know, there's that's a thousand. There's that's like you know 500 different titles. Yes. Yeah, sure. Well, so they were still making pinball machines, but they were shipping them overseas. So they were sending them mm-hmm. to um, uh, England, uh, UK basically, was huge in pinball. So all their manufacturing efforts were basically build the games in the United States and ship them to Italy. Italy was another giant uh, mecca for pinball. Yeah, but they're bad at making them. Uh, yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> they're not very good. Oh, yeah. At Magic Castle one, was mean, a nightmare. Yeah, they're, they're not good. So, um, so a lot of it got reimported. And then um, I think there were a, a lot was sold privately, like they weren't in they weren't in bars and stuff like that. They were just private privately used machines. Mm-hmm. So in about seventy, I don't know what time Laguardia. Um, I mean, so after Laguardia is gone, Pimal is still illegal, and they want to open it back up again. So um, they take it to court. So basically, the Pimal manufacturers get together and say, "Look." got to start making pinball machines for the United States. Well, how do we make it legal again? Well, let's prove that it's a skill. Yeah. So they sue. They, they, I don't know if they sue the state of New York. If you have something that's a skill, is it no longer considered gambling anymore? Um, that was yeah, their argument. That's their argument is that it wasn't chance. So, uh, so the argument is gambling is chance, right? So mm-hmm. when you shot the ball and it would bounce around, there was no, there was it was all randomness, yeah. and mm-hmm. so like if you put a coin into a slot machine, then the chance of you winning, you're not affecting the game whatsoever. All you're doing is putting a coin in the machine, pulling mm-hmm. a, 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 the one armed bandit, and then you either win or you don't. So, um, the argument from from Williams, I believe it was Williams or Stur- and and or Stern, um, was that pinball pinball was a skill that it wasn't just random, uh, random uh, ball bouncing around. That it took actual skill. Yeah. So they call this guy Roger Sharp, who is was becoming kind of like a um, 
underground uh, legend. Underground, uh, underground um, no, well-known, very good player at pinball. And uh, I guess, you know, as he says it, he was hanging out at one, a bar one day and he gets a call from uh, uh, one of these pinball manufacturers. Hey, can you come into court tomorrow? We need you to play pinball. <laughs> and he's like, oh, all right, yeah, sure. So he goes into court um, as the legend, you know, legend goes. And they have two pinball machines um, in the courtroom. And they say, um, yeah, pinball's a skill. And he's like, absolutely. He's like, I can, I can make whatever shot you want me to make. So they ask him to pick a machine. And whoever the, um, the, the defense lawyer says, no, 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 we want you to take the other machine. So yeah. he immediately Something picked, he didn't even He tried to play trick him, I guess. All, yeah. you know? so, then he tried, so then it was a game he had never played. So yeah. the game that he had picked was a game he had played. And so this new game, it was a brand new pinball machine. You know, it just had come out, and he had never played it. And so he walks up to it. Remember what and, game it was? And he, he I, like you fire, can find that information, fire? but I don't know what the game is. And so he says, okay, I'm going to shoot the ball, and it's going to land in that hole. And he literally pulls the plunger back, shoots the ball, and it lands right into the hole. And they go, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> How did you call that shot? And so then he plays a little bit longer, and they're like, and they basically, the defense, if you will, says, okay, we surrender. Yeah. <laughs> skill. Yeah. So they overturned the. Uh, Everybody the, went and had drinks that night at the bar. The, uh, the verdict. Yeah. They overturned the law, basically. And, and so uh, then it spread out. So. New York reversed their law, and then if New York does fish, something, fish the pinball machines out of the river. They, yeah. <laughs> Wait, why were they? Did they throw them all in the river beforehand? Yeah. So, so. Uh, Laguardia, like the famous thing about Laguardia is that he threw all of the gambling machines and stuff that was seized by the uh, NYPD uh, into the whatever the river is. Yeah, so, I don't think you can do that today. Yeah, no. There's um. There's actually really a picture of one of the like commissioners or someone taking a giant sledgehammer and just like smashing a um, play field. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> but there was a ton of machines making being made that time, so it's not like they were. But I think this story's been told a thousand times, so we can probably cut this part and start over. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys get involved in pinball? So um I'm an old guy, so um, back when I was about five years old, um, my brother took me to a 7-Eleven that had a pinball machine, and I remember him holding me up and playing pinball. No idea what game that was, um, but I fell in love with pinball right then and there, and um, I've played it ever since. So I remember about like when I was about five or six, maybe later that, that same year, my dad, who just happens to be a um, a toy rep, um, a toy rep, uh, brings home um, a pinball machine for the family. And my dad, I think, always wanted to be a coin operated coin op guy. He just yeah. loved keys. He loved anything that had electric electronics with it. He was like the cutting edge. Every like Mac. Yeah. Could buy. He would always buy the first brand new Mac that come out. I mean, if you look around the room, I'm sitting in like. There's a bunch of stuff that he had gotten. Yeah, my dad, you know, he, you know, 5,000 cameras, every camera that could <laughs> buy a new camera. So he was very, like, on the cutting edge of electronics. So he buys this pinball machine, and I cannot believe, I, I mean, 
it just for Close me is crazy, right? So uh, my man, he set it up to pay. Fortnite. So we had to play. So he made me do chores around the house, and he'd give me a quarter um, to play pinball. And so every once in a while, I'd come in with the keys, and he'd always have them on his, uh, always have them on his belt, and he'd give us a couple of credits. But so we learned how to play really good because we didn't have any money. So like we if we put a quarter in to play five balls, we wanted to get the maximum out of those five balls. <laughs> so we learned skills. We didn't know we were learning skills, but we learned skills. Yeah. And we learned how to play that machine. Um, so much so that I didn't even realize like how much we had actually played it because later in life, you know, learning about, you know, how to take care of a machine and learning, you know, how to make it so it stays brand new, if you will. Um, realizing that we really wore it out. Like, we played it so much that we wore the play field to the wood. Mm. And, you know, obviously you don't want to do that. Yeah. You want to protect it. And we didn't know that we needed to protect it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, at the time, like, it's not... Pinball is it like the like it isn't what it is now as far as like collectability of the games and stuff like that. Yeah, pe- well, people didn't collect stuff like you know when I was. Um, I'm the first generation of collectors. Yeah. So my generation, generation I guess we're generation X. X, is the first generation that actually said, "Hey, let's collect things." Yeah. So I've got baseball cards, I've got comic books, but because we're the first generation of collectors, everything all before the- then. Was yeah. kind of beat so crap. everything before that is either beat up or is actually collectible. Yes. So like baseball cards before 1975 are actually collectible. Anything after 1975, the uh, the, the collecting co- community became so prevalent that it's not worth anything. Yeah. Really you know, flooded. there's a you know there's there's only like let's say there and I don't know the exact numbers, but let's say there's a hundred thousand uh, baseball collector out there well there's like two million don mattingly rookies yeah so it makes them worthless yeah but moving back to uh what it was spanish eyes that you had right yeah so i had a spanish eyes and you know they make probably you know a couple of thousand of these pinball machines and they're good they yeah well we sold one but we we did have two at one point but um uh they weren't meant to be around in 2020 yeah <laughs> they were meant to last and as a matter of fact they're kind of like jukeboxes and and um and well and pinball machines were only last was the last five years most electronics are designed to only last five years yeah they're made to to you know use for five years break and you replace it mm-hmm. they're not made to keep working and you know fortunately you know Either we, I had the skills, or I just wanted to keep using it, or uh, you know, and I it did get kind of put away for a long time, um, yeah. and I didn't play it for many years, um, you know, occasionally, but um, you know, on and off for like ten years, I, I I didn't play it. Yeah, it was just put away. So that so so my dad gives me that game. So then about, gosh, I must have been about ten, um, and he brings home Abracadabra. And yes. so now I actually, I don't know what my dad had a really good eye for pinball. That game's just, fun. Yeah, it's a fun game, and even for what it is. Yeah. So he brings home Abracadabra, so we have that in our collection. And then I want to interject real quick. Um, if you've seen the video, the uh, video of the internals of the machine, 
um, that is all abracadabra. So that's the game that that's referencing right now. So then ab- after abracadabra, um, my dad brought, uh, so now we're getting into the 80s, and my dad brings home this brand new shiny pinball machine called Mystic. Beautiful Mystic. game. It's so Thank awesome. You. It's all electric. Um, so now we go from solid state. I mean, we go from uh, um, electro, electrical Electro mechanical, mechanical mm-hmm. to solid state, which means now these games have computers in them. So instead of relays, um, you now have a, a couple of computer chips or computer boards Doing that are now work, controlling yeah. the game and the language and the scoring. So now everything can go a lot faster. So when you hit 100 points, it's into instantaneous instead of relays trying to create 100 points. Yeah. So everything runs faster, um, and you now have this great game, Mystic. A- again, my dad had an eye for games, so it was the same deal. Though he would he'd chalk up a couple of games, and you know, and then and then you'd have to break, you have to have your own Susan B. Anthony's. You don't know. You might not know about Susan B. Anthony's. Um, I only played pinball, basically, about the year. Well, just before you were born, I played in my very well. Before you were born, I played in like three tournaments. So uh, a guy named Herb Silver uh, had a, a tournament every year. He's still around. He still repairs and uh, creates beautiful machines. His, his, if you ever get to play a Herb, Herb Silver pinball machine, it, they are perfect. Mm-hmm. He makes games better than brand new. Yes. He refur- refurbishes them, and his work is beautiful, and you pay for it. <laughs> so, so, uh, so anyway, he used to do a tournament every year. So it's out in Anaheim. It's like right across the street from Disneyland, and um, it's my first tournament. And this is where I meet. Uh, I believe this is where I meet the guy that I used to flip pinball machines with. Um, but uh, I end up getting third place, and I'd never played in a tournament before. So, uh, how does the tournament work? You have a bank of games. And you get points uh, for every, depending on your machine. So let's say, let's just take Twilight Zone, for example. All the high scores for Twilight Zone would be set on a board. And we actually used a physical board back in 99 because computers weren't really a thing. So they would just have a board, like a wet, like a whiteboard. Um, And then they just write the scores up on top with the person's name next to it. So, um, you would have, let's say, a bank of, like, mm, 10 games. Those 10 games would, um, you could pick um, six of them and try to put your best score up. And then if you were in the top, whatever, you went, you went on to the next round of the pinball tournament. So, on my first time out, I, I made it to what they called the B division. So um, they, they would have an A division, which is like the top, you know, 20. And then from 21 to 35 or to 40, maybe, would be the, what they call the B division. And so they would compete. And so I was in the B division, and I got third place in the B division. <laughs> and that was my first, like, real tournament. And that was in 99. I play in like two or three more, and then James comes along. And I ruin everything. And then you ruin everything. Yeah. And then we'll play for the longer. 
<laughs> no, I mean, you know, I mean, you get you, busy. You, you play Life here happens. And, and um, so I... I remember playing um, Twilight Zone quite a bit. Like, I, I really loved that game. I, I mean, I, I appreciated it a lot more than I did at the time because I was a child. And I think the last time I played it, I was like, what, five or six? Because uh, you sold yeah, it. You sold it. right. You sold it before we moved from the old house. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, it's so like five or six. Hours yeah, you'll probably. But six, playing it now, it's like, whoa! I have yeah. to play this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this. It's a good first game to play. Oh, absolutely. And so, yeah, because I still, I still think it was at the old house at the time when you played it, and um, when you were a baby, I used to put you up on it and have you. And yeah, and I watch, watch you yeah, play it yeah. too. Yeah, that was cute. And um, so, so going forward, I didn't really have time because you had to travel a lot. And but now, the tournament scene exploded. So about um, was it Metallica? You think that that made that uh, spurred it, or because that's what I kind of said. In, I think in my, I think in Metallica. See, so I wasn't really in the scene when Metallica came out. That was yeah. two thousand what thirteen. Yeah, and um, we just got back into it seventeen. So, I was still playing pinball. Again, I would go, like, you remember, like, I would, we'd go to, like, a, you know, pizza place. Yeah. And I'd, I'd ask my wife if I could go play pinball. And she'd go, as long as, as long as you start, if you come and eat pizza with us when the pizza <laughs> comes. Because the problem is, if I play pinball, it's just, like. Yeah, you, you put in two quarters, and then you play for the entire night. Play yeah, for like I'll four be hours. there all night. And then, <laughs> and then I don't want to go home, because yeah. I'll be in trouble. So... <laughs> So yeah, so so I didn't play very much pinball. Um, every once in a while, I still had. Uh, and you had, I had games at the office. I had games at the office, and then um, I had Whitewater for a while, and um, yeah, Theater of Magic and would it work? Theater of Magic, and um, so anyway, um, so about 2013, Metallica comes out, and it's the first Stern that they put out that's really good. Because the games were kind of lackluster, even even like Spider Man was like, eh. yeah, Spider Man's okay. I mean, I think there's a, a more of an appreciation now for it. Yeah, and games like NASCAR, there's more appreciation for it now. Mm-hmm. Um, for early to like mid like two thousands, two thousand ten, like it, like like I said in the video, it's like kind of a dead zone for pinball just in general. So yeah, so in two thousand. Um, pinball died. Yes. So, um, actually, in that 1999 tournament that I played in, they brought a Revenge from Mars, which was the Pinball 2000. Pinball 2000. Oh yeah. And they actually introduced it at that tournament. Wow. And that was the game I had to play that I was had never played before, and I was in first place going into ball three, and the the first two players ended up catching me and beating me. It was sad. So, <laughs> that game is hard if you're the first time playing. It was the very first yeah, time I'd ever played. Super confusing. Can you guys ex- can you guys explain what Pinball 2000 is? Uh, sure. Yeah, Pinball 2000 to... was a uh, okay. platform that only made they only made two games. So, so it's they're a little smaller. They're a little smaller than regular pinball machines. Um, I think they're a little shorter. Um, yeah. they're definitely taller. And they're definitely well, yeah, they're definitely taller. They're big but head. instead of having a a um, traditional head like a regular pinball machine would have it has like a hood and the hood houses a, a, a CRT, crt monitor so this is before flat screens and you know uh 
they weren't even invented yet. I don't. Yeah. I believe that uh, flat screens weren't. They wouldn't come around for another like five years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't these, a projector. It was just a straight up CRT. And stuff uh, like yeah, straight CRT that um, then we uh, shot the the video was reflected off the screen in the back, and sh- so it was all upside down and reversed to make it look uh, like the like the creatures were actually on. Um, they use like a Pepper's Ghost um, illusion. I don't yeah, know if you're so familiar with so Pepper's it's reflected Ghost, off the glass into your eyes uh, to make it kind of look like half transparent. Um, like so a your hologram. ball, yeah, yeah like so, a hologram. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and this was a te- this was technology used in video games before this, so this wasn't like something brand new. But this was like, oh, the next revolution in pinball, and it ended up killing it because they released. Revenge from Mars. Well, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. The, the reason it oh? killed it. Okay, so first of all, maybe I'm wrong. The the, wrong. the executives didn't really like it that much. Okay, well. And the first game they put out is Star Wars. Star Wars Episode One. And it's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. So the movie's <laughs> terrible. The pinball machine's terrible. At least the Lego games were fun. And then people, and then pinball guys didn't think it was pinball. So mm-hmm. they hadn't given it really a chance yet, but they were like, eh, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Was the so, hologram thing cool? Like, did they incorporate it well into the game? Or? Well, in that game, no. No, but, not in, not in, not in no, okay, episode so one. It's incorporated well. It looks cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's Star Wars 1. Yeah, it's and just, it's distracting in that game. And it I just feel. isn't incorporated. It's just, it's not fun. I mean, now, in retrospect, it, or if you play it today... You know, you get a lot. Of, I haven't actually played one since I've been back. You didn't play all. it at at Banning. Uh, no, I haven't played both it. Of it. They have both of them there. I've played Revenge from Mars, but I didn't. I haven't played Star Wars. But um, from what I understand, it's not as bad as everybody thinks it is. And if you give it a chance, it's not. It's not too terrible. Yeah. But Revenge from Mars, it's actually a pretty good. It's, decent game. It's fun. It's good. A good good follow up to Attack from Mars. But it was too late. Yeah. So basically, because. Star Wars did so poor. Revenge from Mars had already been started, and they just finished that run, and then that was basically the end of Williams Valley. Um, now Williams Valley was profitable when they went out of business. The reason they went out of business wasn't because the pinball machines were a complete dud, but because they were making so much money. On building slot machines. On slot machines, yeah. And it takes half the half the employees to create a pinball machine or in a video game. Excuse a slot me, machine. a slot machine yeah. versus creating a pinball machine. Yeah, they're still in business as a slot machine company. They're still a slot machine company and they're thriving. Yeah. And I mean, well, not right now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not this thriving. second, but yeah. So, um, so um, the apocalypse has come. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So the um, they just decided one day to kill the division. Yeah. And well, that day talk- was in '98 or '99. No, yeah, it had been somewhere late. 99. Yeah, late late '99, and then same same year, uh, Stern was like, um, "Data East, I want my company back." So yeah, so well, kind of yeah. So at the same time, um, all that went down. Or no, um, Sega because Sega had so acquired. George Gomez, who's a lead designer, he said that one day they walked into the office. And they said, oh, we're shutting down. At the same time, Gary Stern, who of the Stern f- 
family, his grandfather and Williams, these these people all know each other. Yeah. They're all friends. Uh-huh. Um, uh, he, he wanted to start back. He wanted to start uh, Stern. Stern, because he's now, at this point, he's working for, um, he's working for Data East. No, he's working for so, uh, for Sega. It well, was Sega at the time. That's that could be true. Yeah, because yes. Godzilla had just come out. Uh, he's he's working for Sega. He's basically building. So Data East is sold to Sega. Sega has a pinball, pinball department that's ran by Gary Stern. Yes. Uh huh. Gary Stern then says, "You know what? I'm done with this. I'm starting Stern back up." Uh, no, well, well, Sega sold Stern. They hit the, their pinball division to Stern. Stern yes. Was like, all right, this is my company now. Yes. Yeah. Well, he start. Yeah, he yeah. starts Stern. So Stern doesn't exist at the at the time. Yeah. So Gary Stern then starts up Stern and buys basically Data East. So, did the tournament start picking up once um, a Metallica came out? So uh, yes, tournaments had been going this whole time. Um, I think they're, uh, but they're not that, I don't think, I mean, there's still the main, the big tournaments, like the Las Vegas tournament, there was a tournament in California, there's one in Northern California, and uh, those tournaments were all going on all of these years. Um, but around, um, I would say, 2016 or so, or 17, the, uh, the tournament scene, I think, started getting bigger and bigger. Um, I think from 2016 to 2017, they doubled the number of competitors, um, which isn't to say that it was it's that big because I think it's like um, I think it went from a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand uh, players. So that's a big jump to go from you know to get another hundred thousand in one year. Yeah. To double your to double. So yeah, and I like to think I helped in that. Um, so around. October of 2017? Is that what it is? I don't even have dates anymore. October, yeah, 17. Makes, makes sense. Because um, the first tournament you played was at, uh, at uh, uh, Mission Control? Well, no, it's Super Arcade. Super Arcade. So around 20, 20, October 2017, um, I just Google or I Facebook. You Facebook. Uh, pinball tournaments. Is that a verb? Yeah, Facebook, 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 football tournaments, and uh, now who now has become a friend of mine, uh, Jonathan Soon was running a tournament um, in a place called Super Arcade, which um, um, rip R I P, rest in peace, yeah, rest in power, Super Arcade has shuttered since, but um, got to play Smash Bros um, early there, in Azusa, we got in Azusa, Mm -hmm. so um, I get permission to go and I go and I. And I get fifth place, and I'm like, "Oh, this is a lot of fun." So, uh, Jonathan says, "Hey, why don't you come to Mission Control? Um, it's out in Santa Ana." Which I'm like, "Wait a minute, Santa Ana? That's like five miles from where I live." Yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, "There's a place where there's lots of pinballs," because I hadn't been to a like a, a pinball, pinball arcade place yeah. in a long time. Because basically, like we were saying, until Metallica came around, really there wasn't there wasn't like, a big scene. There yeah. wasn't like a big scene of pinball machines. In Southern California. Yeah, that I, we knew of. Yeah. That I knew of or that um, besides Banning. Yeah. So Banning existed. Um, Banning is the Museum of Pinball in uh, California. But, you know, he's from Long Beach and he actually uh, 
if you were in the right crowd, which I knew like five or six of those people, but I wasn't you never really, I too. wasn't interacting with that crowd at the time. Um, uh, but so I go to Mission Control and I walk in and uh, there's 30 pinball machines. There's yeah, like, well, yeah, like, well, not quite 30, but there's a lot. Yeah, you would. You were do remember. Uh, so I'm like, wow. Yeah, that was great. I have literally paid. I've I've only played about half of these games ever. <laughs> There's like you know, There's a bunch of new sterns. Yeah. A bunch of new sterns. I've never played Star Wars. Never played Star Wars. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Never played Lord of the Rings. Uh, oh yeah, this is after Star Wars had come out too. Yeah, Star Wars had just come had out. just come out. That was like the brand new game at the time. Yeah, and, that's crazy. Um, now they have that stupid old edition. And so. Um, yeah, so I didn't know any of these games. So it, and and I didn't realize how intense the tournament scene had gotten. Like how you know, people are researching, you know, uh gameplay and um strategies and um and so I play and you know, a couple hours later I win. First place. Yeah, first place. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> She won. <laughs> so and uh, and I, you know, and and I beat like some of the top players. Um, was uh, Ashby there? Uh, Raymond was there. Mm-hmm. Raymond Ashby, who's probably ranked in um, the top five hundred in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Collins was there. Jay? He's um, he's, the show he's somewhere in the around in the two hundred to, uh, top players of the world. And he'd be a lot higher, but he doesn't go to tournaments. Yeah. So, because um, he runs, he runs mission control. He's because like, he runs mission control, and he's their mechanic, so he doesn't he doesn't travel a lot. Um, and there was a couple other heavy headers that were there that night, and um, and Chapter. I won. And so I was like, wow, I could, I'm actually pretty good at this. I mean, I knew I was always good. I, I always knew I was pretty good at pinball. And again, oh, weird flex, but okay. Nice. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, not in a weird way. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm in Mr. Pinball. But, um, but, um, but I, I really enjoyed it. I was like, yeah, this is fun. I should probably do this more often. So, um, I played another tournament. I think I got second. Yeah, you invite me to a couple tournaments. I invited you a couple of tournaments. You, I, I think the first one I went to was Mission Control, and then I went to Super Arcade. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe it's the other way around, and then we started playing the league at at um, at uh, Mission Control, mm-hmm. um, and then that's where I started getting back into it. I was like, I've always like was interested in pinball. Yeah, Dad would always drag me around. You playing, played. Playing you games. played in the second. The, well, my second season, your first season of league. Yes, and then I won. I won yes, the actual and league. you and you won the and you won that whole thing. But um, that did league, I mention I won? What are pinball leagues? So yeah, so uh, each place has um, usually a league um, on a certain night. So like a like a Monday night Monday night league um, in, at Mission Control has uh, bells and chimes. So that's that's dedicated for the for the women. So it's a ladies only league. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and then uh, they then they have a league on uh, Tuesday on Wednesday nights. So every Wednesday, um, everyone gets together. Mm-hmm. And plays for, um, uh, I believe six rounds. Six rounds, mm-hmm. um, and then your best score in your set of four people, you uh, is assigned a point system. 
So if you get first place in a game, you get seven points. You get second place, you get five points. Mm-hmm. Uh, three and then one. Three and one. So seven, five, three, one. And then at the end of the night, you're compared to everybody else. So you can get up to like 45 points if you got all sevens, something like that. Yeah, two um, of them. And then you would win that night. Yes. Uh, you would have first place for the night, um, which doesn't necessarily mean it's just bragging rights basically for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, that happens for six weeks. After six weeks, uh, the top, let's say, ten players, depending on how many people are in your league, yeah. get to compete for a final. Um, and then that's another uh, three games of semifinals and then three games of finals. Yeah, and it's all it's all based off of these point values, the, the, the seven, seven, five, uh, four, one. For first, one. second, yeah. First, second, third, fourth, um, uh, like uh, at the at the end of the six weeks, all of, everybody's points are added all together over the course of the six weeks, minus your lowest score. So it's technically five weeks um, of points, um, and then those rankings go up, and then that's the standings for the finals, um, which which is just bracket bracket style. Um, is it four people? In a group, or is it two people? I don't remember. It depends, but yeah, normally four yeah, people. Normally four. So, yeah, so like, so depending on the league, and this is where you can um, get to play with the leagues a little bit. So you have Bells and Chimes, which is ladies only, and then you have Mission Control's Wednesday night. Um, we were working on, before this all happened, doing like a beginner league, so people yeah. that had zero experience to play pinball or are very new at it could play against other players that were new or had less experience yeah um and so we were going to do a league like that with coaching um, and stuff like that but. with coaching and then because uh, uh we do a um we were doing thursday night league yeah, thursday nights and it was very competitive so yeah. you had a lot of good players um considering both of us were both in it and then we had a couple of good regulars that were that came yes um, so shout out to our regulars if you're listening out there it's hard to um, if you're if you're new to pinball, it gets frustrating. It can get frustrating easy. Um, I pinball is a lot like baseball. There's a lot of losing. <laughs> yeah. You, know, oh, you, yeah. Do, you have to learn. Like in baseball, you have to learn. They they say it's like one of the hardest games because you have to learn to lose. Yeah. Um, because you lose hard in baseball. I mean, it, to be good at it, you have to you know strike out seven out of ten times, right? Yeah. Same thing with pinball. It's like you could have a yeah, like there's good nights and bad nights but um even if you're having like a good night uh like your first like three games you're like oh yeah i'm getting first getting first and then you just tank it for the rest of your games um and then that messes you up yeah for sure um, it's about consistency it's, it's all about, about trying you can, get, to... you can get seconds across the board and do better than somebody who was rocking at the beginning yeah or at it's the end consistency it's there's a lot of um pacing yourself pacing yourself and and not burning out, not yeah. not uh, burning out early. Um, so yeah, because so, it's a mind game. It's all in your it's all in your head mostly. Because you're not yeah. playing against other people. You're, you're playing, playing against, against the, the pressure the pressure of the competition plus the machine that you're playing against. So you're you're thinking about like oh my strategy for how that should go about beating the game or, or getting the point values. Um, and then each game is different, and if you're playing a lot of different machines, you you know that strategy has to change every time. 
uh, your strategy on the fly. You have to then also have hand-eye coordination. So it's, and that hand-eye coordination needs to be like super snappy because those balls are flying around, especially on the new games. Um, I, I think so. Yeah. It's 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 all in your head. I think if one one of the big things is that like going into, you know, let's take it back a year and a half ago when I first started. When I first started, it was just about keeping the ball in play. It wasn't really like not knowing the game. I walked into Mission Control not knowing half the game, never played them. Yeah. Uh, and frankly, to even play like Creature from the Black Lagoon, which I'd played lots of times, um, you know, my freshman year of high school, um, I don't remember the rules. Yeah. So I literally like just plunged away and was just playing the game as it was telling me, hey, hit this shot. Okay, I'll hit that shot. And keeping the ball in playing because I didn't know, oh, here's the strategy to throw big points up quick. Maybe um, it's strategy, it's more awareness. So it's like hand-eye coordination and awareness of your surrounding, like what's going on on the board. Like good pinball games communicate really well with the player. Oh, um, sure. Creature Creature does an okay job at that. No, I think it does good. Yeah, I, I, Twilight, Twilight Zone does a Twilight really good Zone job. does a great job at that. Um, and a lot of the modern strains like uh, Iron Maiden and Batman do a good job as well. But um, uh, you have to be able to pick up on those cues. Um, so shooting the flashing lights is always a good is always a good mentality that I have. But you also have to kind of like listen to the callouts that is telling you stuff like that. I actually compare it kind of like PUBG or or Fortnite. Um, weirdly enough, because it's like. It's not just about like your strat of like oh where do I move to the circle or like or like that. I'm trying to connect with the 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 young audience. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> the audience. Uh, so I, it, uh-huh. I'm just keep like, say Fortnite every five minutes and then we'll be yeah we'll connected. we'll engage we'll get those we'll get we'll, you can put it in the tags so we'll be <laughs> <say TikTok>. um, <laughs> um so it, it it's it's like it's like you can have a strategy of like. Oh yeah, so I have to. I for sure have to do these things, but it's all about being aware of your surroundings and listening to the game um, as much as you're telling it to do. So um, it's it's very much the same sort of thing because you're battling the game as much as you're battling other people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And um, so just going back to the point is that I definitely just tried to keep the ball in play when I first started. Now. I've become a more strategy, strategy-oriented uh, strategy player. Because you can trust your own skill at this point. Yeah, I know I can keep the ball in play. Yeah. Now it's a matter of can I hit the right shots. Yes, because I'm if still you working do, on the first point. If you can do the combination of the right shots, that's where you get the good points. And uh, Jonathan soon, again, I'll mention his name, because he's a, I don't know, he's a, Wikipedia he's a, he's a Wikipedia <laughs> rules. I swear, I... I, I literally, I, I cannot have to, I don't have to remember any rules as long as Jonathan's around. Yeah. I just walk over to Jonathan, okay, how do you play this game? And he'll give me, he'll give me three, the like, whole key, rundown, whole rundown <laughs> a whole rundown of the game in, in 10 good. seconds, and I'll go mm-hmm. over and do, and just execute, execute those, those, uh, those rules. Um, actually, Robert, um, is really good at that, too. Yeah. Um, so, um. What was the point? What was is it? Was it what was a league? Yeah. <laughs> what does the league work? Well, it's just it's just a competition mindset. It's like, well, the league league. You know. Well, I think what's important is like what 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 does league mean? Okay, so basically, it's just kind of like bowling league, 
you pay a, a flat fee. Yeah. Um, you know, especially at Wizards. Wizards, you play a, a flat fee, and then at the end of six weeks, uh, we do the the seventh week is the tournament, and all the league fees are given back to the members. So, depending on the number of people that are playing, first place gets X amount of dollars, and so on, all the way down the line. Yeah, um, usually a trophy. So the idea is, the league is for us. Yeah. The league is for the community. Uh, the community to get together, hang out, talk. Pinball is the catalyst, but friendship is what's supposed to be being built. Yes. So the the, the real pinball is the is the uh-huh. is the people we met along the way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, and it really is like if you if you're talking about music, you're talking about anything. Yeah. If you're usually the people that you become friends with, they have. You have something that you have in common, yeah, and then and, it blossoms from there. Yeah, and and, and the crew that we usually have at these leagues is like so wildly different from each other. Um, well, y- you know, there's of course similarities, but it's just like coming from different backgrounds, different backgrounds, different, yeah, different mm-hmm. interests. Um, um, so there's always something interesting to talk about. Um, uh, like while you're waiting for your game, and it's great because we can all kind of bond over pinball and that's why like i encourage anyone to go and look up like if you're in the la area come join us here over at pinball wizards but um if you're in an in an area um that you think might have some sort of pinball like uh like in like in a city or well it's easy to find leagues now all you have to really need to do is go just look up look up a local league and join it like like it's it's super fun Pinball, you'll, you'll pinball Maps it. is a good place to start. Pinball Maps. Download great. Pinball Maps. Shout out to Pinball Maps. They're great guys. Um, but download that. And it'll give you a approximate, approximately how far you are away from the nearest pinball machine. Yes. <laughs> and, Whether it be at a bar. Uh, so or it's or like, I don't even know. It's a map of, yeah. of all the pinballs that are near you. Yes. Um, so you start, start there. And then um, any place that has you know eight pinball machines or more is probably going to have a league. Yeah, or or some sort of regular tournament, uh, Saturday tournaments, Saturday or we get weekend tournaments, one time tournaments, monthly tournaments, whatever. So those are kind of they're, they're kind of around the same way. So they're uh, it's everyone pays into a pot. So let's say it's twenty dollars a person. Um, so um, and you know you can have thirty people there, um, and then. Uh, same deal. Usually, it's uh, uh, people, the groups are set uh, split into fours, and each round usually has six rounds, and then your score. Whoever has the top um, score, the top uh, eight scores usually uh, would go on to uh, a semifinal, and then you go from there. You go to a final, and then the top person gets like let's say sixty percent of the pot, and then it breaks down from there yeah um it's usually in like a strikes format or, or strikes uh, or a points format points format depends. uh strikes is if you lose then you get a strike and if you have a certain amount of losses then uh you're out of the game and then it just whittles down to the last uh four and then they play out they do a playoffs i guess or they just whittle down to the last person's yeah game. strikes will be usually just the last man standing yeah um, and then there's like the queue format where there's a queue of people waiting and there's it's, it's like duos 
uh, where you're just playing. It's just two people on a machine. You play one game. Second, a person who's playing second drops out. Or no, this person that's playing that's first drops out, and then the second goes first. It's flipper frenzy. Flipper it's, frenzy. It's a lot of, you play a lot of pinball. Yeah. And, and and like, it's those, a win-loss situation. Yeah. So uh, flipper frenzy um, is, re- is pretty fun because you're constantly playing. It's like, um, especially if you're in a, in a venue with a lot of games, they can have a ton of games running. So you're, you'll only be waiting around for a game every, like, I don't know, like for maybe five minutes at, mo- at most. Um, whereas like a strikes tournament, you'll, you'll finish your round and then you'll kind of be standing around talking or having a drink or whatever. Um, and then you'll go to the next time. Um, but that's, you're not drinking. Yeah. Oh, not me. (laughs) Water. Um, uh, having a snack, whatever. Yeah. And then, and then the big tournaments like at banning the, uh, or, um, how was the, how was the state tournament? Organized. So the state tournament is, and that's what we talked Mr. about. Mr. B Division uh, Champion. Uh, yes, I am, <laughs> the, I am the world's best B Division player right now. Oh, it was a world. It I was a world tournament. World, I am the world champion. Oh, right that's now. right. Okay, because the, the world was at world champion. Coaching. Did yeah. you hear that? I am the, the B world champion right now. <laughs> I could hear Frank making fun of me right now. Um, <laughs> so, so basically, how that works is uh, California State Championship was um, wasn't banning in January. Well, there was the there's two different championships. It it's kind of it kind of runs like NASCAR, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of like you can have you can win tournaments, but then there's the overall tournament to crown the champion. So there's points. <laughs> for getting for winning you get points for winning so uh all last year i was winning and i was getting points and i had enough points points for ifba which is the big organization that the big organization uh international flippers association flipper players yeah uh and then papa which is the professional amateur um uh yeah, Pinball Association is Papa. So Papa and IFPA are kind of combined. And um, so right now I am ranked around 400, 450, somewhere around there um, in the world. So there's lots of better players than me uh, right now. But you're still uh, the 2019 world champion. But I, I'm <laughs> technically the 20, I'm, I'm, what I'm, well, I'm, 2019 season, uh, even no, though you no, won no, it for 2020. No, it was, it was just this January. Yeah. So I'm actually the 2020 world champion B division player. I have what a trophy it? to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> what is the trophy? What does it look like? It's actually a plaque. It says world champion first place. Yeah, it's weird. Like the captain's trophies are so much cooler. The captain's trophies. The dinosaur Chris, one for... Uh, captain, your, your trophies are legit. Yeah. For he the, had for you the won, uh, you won traffic Jurassic Park. I didn't win Jurassic Park. I got second place second. for Jurassic, mm-hmm. but first place for Jurassic Park was it's a dinosaur. Skull, it was right? a dinosaur head mm-hmm. that was mounted on a plaque. So like as if you killed the dinosaur, mm-hmm. like you, it was like a hunting, tro- hunting like game? a tro- like a hunting, hunting trophy. trophy. Yeah, it was a it was a dinosaur T Rex dinosaur head. Yeah. That was I would have liked to have won that. I did yeah. get second in that, which was a dinosaur a dinosaur on a on a. On a uh, on a trophy, on a, scan. On a trophy scan, which I mean, like proudly a, on your desk, which does sit proudly on my desk. And then, um, 
But then he has really nice trophies. Yeah. He has like a, a giant pinball trophy that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pinball Wizards trophies are pretty good. They're they're little miniature wizards. Yeah, we got oh, little nice. wizards sitting on the uh, on the plaque. Um, and then I think the first place is a different like scepter. Yeah, we had a oh we had a um, a uh, we had a silver ball one. We had a what? The the, the the big silver big silver ball. One. Yeah, well we we've had a glow in the dark ball, and then um, I did do a scepter once. Oh yeah, for the Halloween tournament. For the Halloween tournament, we did a scepter, uh-huh. and um, I've had some pretty interesting trophies. Yeah, that's that's kind of the fun of it. It's like, Making it's cool like derbies, yeah, it's trophy. Well, trophies and and just like the community aspect of it. It's like yeah, you can you'd be like super serious about it. But it's also it's Ace Goji had a um, a knight's helmet for first place. Oh well, yeah, for second place for Black Knight. For, for Black Knight. Knight, I think second place was the uh, the knights uh, the knight helmet. But first place was a, the sword. Oh, cool. cool. So that was for rage. Black Knight Sword of Rage launch party. Um, nice. Um, we're getting pretty close so. to our, our time. Could you guys tell me about uh, <laughs> Wizards? And just pl- plug Wizards for a bit? Oh, yeah. Plug. I'll plug it. Okay, so it's uh, pinballwizards.net or .org. I think either one of those gets you the same place. I don't think it's... Uh, oh, you did get one. Okay. Yeah. PinballWizards.org, Either want to get you to the website. Mm-hmm. We're located in Paramount. So, quick backstory. Um, so, at so about now a year ago or so. Um, a year ago uh, this month, yeah. Yeah. So my my buddy Ryan Monty, he, uh, I had about let's see, one, two, I had three or four. I had like five pinball machines at this point. In my life, T two, T two, and uh, theater, theater, and then the three M's. Uh, Mystic was at a friend's house, um, so basically, Ryan was like, "Well, why don't you share your love of pinball with, with our community?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "All right, <laughs> let's, so do it. let's do it." <laughs> and so I started. I, so I, I actually rented. Uh, a bunch of games from a friend of mine, and um, and then Maiden, I, and then I bought um, Maiden. Best and, game. Yeah, it's one of the best games, and um, and then I bought a couple more EMs to try to round out and get some get some games, and I just opened the doors. Spider Man. Spider Man. Uh, so we opened the doors about a year ago, and we built it up to um, twenty seven pinball machines. Yeah. So, um, and they're always changing. They're always coming in and out because it's you know part yeah, of it. I bought it's and like, sold um, maybe um, maybe a couple. Of, well, about a dozen so far. Yeah, I brought them in, fixed them. Yeah, once all this uh, blows over, come on down. Yeah. So, and we're also doing. Are we still, still doing? around? Are we we um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, anyway. I think I think that's our show, guys. Thank you so much. All right, cool. Thank you I'm for letting us talk your ear off. Yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. I learned so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh,